0: Nowhere was Tony Romo more competitive than on the field.
1: Everybody.
0: He hated to give up on a play. In
1: the end zone. Oh. He looks, he dances, he stands, he moves. He bumps into a blocker, now he runs right. Throws it in the end zone, touchdown! Rushed by Watt, he escapes Watt. He heaves it down to the post to Williams. And he caught
0: it! He fought hardest when the game was on the line. The undrafted long shot has the most fourth-quarter comebacks in Cowboys history.
1: For all intents and purposes this season. Four to snap in the gun, fourth and ten. Rumbo back looking to his right, looking, 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 steps up, pops, throws on the run, to the goal line, touchdown with a minute eight to go. Shotgun again. Snap to Roma. Play fake. Throws it in the end zone. Jason Witten caught it for a touchdown with 18 seconds left.
2: I always felt like I never could throw the ball as well as I wanted to, comparative to other people. I wanted to be a natural thrower who could do it from different angles. Who could do it, you know, off your back foot, sliding right, shoulders facing this way without moving your feet, still throw back to a crossing route and hit him on third and fourth. I couldn't sleep, there was this insatiable desire to figure this out. I would throw football every day of the year, 365 days a year, probably two times in that day, two different sessions, probably 100 of those days. And then at night, into the couch, just to feel it come off your fingertips over and over. And when I found it, the game got easier. Forget about the winning and losing. That was what brought me joy. What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, mom. Hey. Sports was really my whole life growing up. I would play sports twenty four seven. This is really where the first time I had an obsession of like something I loved every single day, and it was it was basketball when I was a kid. We hung a basket right up on the garage one year. It would be midnight, and I think we could hear the the basketball bouncing, and we'd have to like, you know, the neighbors are trying to sleep.
3: And boy, was he special. Because he just makes makes everybody better. He had that knack of knowing where to pass, when to pass, who to pass to. It was just so innate that you didn't have to teach it.
0: Football was more of a pastime for teenage Tony. Not until some tough love from Father Ramiro did the multi-sport star take the game seriously. You know, it's going to be very, very hard for you to play at the Division I level in, in
2: basketball, as good as you are you're just maybe two steps too slow, you know, and, and a few inches too short. You know, I didn't really want to or even think about doing that at
0: the time, but I think he might have been right when I look back. I don't know. Romo attended Eastern Illinois on a partial football scholarship, but he did not play a snap freshman year, and coaches suggested a position change to tight end.
2: And I told him, I said, no, I understand where you're coming from, coach, but give me one more Year, And if you don't see improvement or if you don't think I'm better, then we can talk about it again, but give me one more chance. And that really was the day that I switched in my brain, really for the rest of my life. From that day on, I would argue for the next 10 years, maybe 12, I threw a football every single day of my life. And so when I came back in the spring game, probably four months later, I went like 19 for 21 with like two touchdowns. and. I went over to coach afterward, and I was like, do you mind if I stay a quarterback? He's like, I think you can stay a quarterback. So,
0: Romo went on to win the Walter Payton Award, the equivalent of the Heisman Trophy for Division I AA. Excitement was high for the 2003 NFL Draft.
2: So draft day was interesting because we have a big party. It's out back right here, so we probably have, I don't know, 100 family and friends that come over welcome to the 68th annual nfl selection meeting commonly known as the draft one other name into the mix division three mountain union rob adamson all he did was win back-to-back national yeah, tony titles. tony romo eastern illinois too finally the sixth round ends and we're going to the seventh round and i just all right dad i'm out of here i'm walking down the street hey i felt like i let everybody down you feel like you're just not very good, and then you feel humiliated because it's in front of everyone that's coming here to support you. Then in the next hour, it's like, where are you going? Romo's
0: final decision was between the Broncos and the Cowboys, with Denver offering 10,000 more to sign. He took the least amount of money uh, for the best reason, because he had a great chance of making that team. I
2: looked at the roster. I thought Dallas gave me the best chance to make it. They had a coach I wanted to learn from.
0: It was Bill Parcells who was there
4: now, come on, kid. You got the ability to do it. Take it with you.
0: As an undrafted third stringer, Tony Roma was a long shot to become the star quarterback Dallas had been searching for since Troy Aikman suddenly retired.
4: That first year, if we just put him in there, it would have been worse than bad. He was athletic. He did have a quick delivery. We just tried to help him with his throwing, his accuracy, his decisions. Okay, sit, set, set. throw it. Tony, Tony, set your feet. Set your feet and throw it. I don't like the. What's this? Come on.
2: The good Lord just blessed me with the ability to process, you know, spatial awareness, things of that nature quickly. So when I got to the NFL, that wasn't that fast. It was almost, I was like, feels the same speed to my brain. Now the difference is, I'd see the guy and throw it before he was open, because I could see it, but I'd throw it in the dirt. Huh,
4: you're gonna get killed, huh? They'd be licking their chops, you'd be like liverwurst on rye, huh? A little pepperoni, they So, ooh, we got a little pepperoni back here we can have for lunch. Throw it away! Oh, I'm not gonna tell you again! I'm
0: not gonna tell you again! For over three seasons, Romo sat. He didn't throw a single pass in a game. Those three, three and a half years felt like 20.
4: Get it out of there, that's a
2: sack. I never even got like a rep. <laughs> and so David Lee worked with me every day in throwing the football, day and night. You know, I'd be like, can I get 20 footballs just so I can throw it into my couch at home? I just started to get immersed in it at that time. And then when they all started to come together, I improved quickly.
0: By 2006, Romo turned the corner.
4: Second and eight. Come on, kid. Tony, will you run your team? God darn it. Come on, kid. Come on, Tony. Throw it, throw it, throw it. That a boy, you got it. Got a boy, Tony. That's a good throw, Tony. I'm going to play him a lot Saturday night. I might start him and let him go.
1: Tony Romo's going to start at quarterback. Bledsoe's going to get the night off so that Tony Romo can play a lot.
2: The Seattle game in 06 in the preseason was probably, still to this day, I would argue might have been the most important game I've ever played in, just individually. You know right then that this is basically an evaluation to see whether or not you can be the starter and be the guy. If you're the first round pick, or you're a guy in the first few rounds, you get multiple opportunities, you get years. When you're a free agent, you really only get one shot. That was my chance, and I knew that at the time. And so when I went in that game, I wasn't gonna be timid.
1: his last six in a
2: row. 12 in a row for Tony Romo. I'm throwing like 18-yard, you know, back shoulder on the sideline right before I'm getting hit, and we're moving the chains. I'm like, I haven't thrown that in my entire career, but this ball's coming out, and it's coming out fast.
4: Here's Romo, goes deep in the end zone. It's
1: caught. Touchdown, Dallas. What a heck of a throw by Tony Romo. Offensively, there's only one thing you're gonna watch, and that was Tony Romo. And I think
3: he's certainly passed the test.
0: The preseason performance began a buzz for the backup in Dallas. Romo showed similar poise when discussing his next contract three weeks later.
2: In the fourth preseason game, before the game, you go out and you warm up for an hour and I come in and all of a sudden one of the coaches says, Hey, uh, Coach Parcells wants to see you in the coach's office. Bill and I got him in a little old room, like a closet almost. And Jerry's like, Tony, come on, sit down right here. And Bill's sitting there with a little bit of a scowl on his face. Put this chair in, right when I'm about to sit down, they kind of pull the chair in. So now it's like all three of our knees are touching right next to each other.
3: And I had both my feet kind of on his toes, and Bill was sitting there almost a half an inch from his ear.
2: It's about the most intimidated I've ever been in any sort of a setting in your life.
4: So we were squeezing him a little bit to to sign the deal
2: bill says you know i can't play you today i can't play you today i mean you just you we don't gonna we're not gonna showcase you for the rest of the league you out there you play well and you know you're a free agent this year and you're gonna go play somewhere else i'm i'm not gonna let you play that unless you're gonna sign this contract that we offered you
3: he was so composed he was so good and he looked me in the eye and he said i'm gonna get to play when you've got an investment in me The one you've proposed doesn't really make the kind of investment in me that I think will get on the field.
2: I need to get on the field. And so Jerry looks over at Bill, and they look at each other, and they're like, "Okay, I think we're going to do the contract that you want. And I was like, "Okay." I shook his
3: hand and said, that's done. He walked out of that door, and Bill jumps up and grabs me and said, we've got us a quarterback. said, man, did you see that composure under this kind of pressure?
0: Romo earned the contract he wanted, but entering the 2006 season, he was still Drew Bledsoe's backup. His only full-time job was holding on place kicks. Midway through the year, on Monday Night Football, his long-awaited chance arrived.
1: Drew Bledsoe, that last interception is one that just can't happen. And I think Tony Romo is about to replace Drew Bledsoe at quarterback.
2: I don't know that I've ever been more nervous. Your brain at the moment is just, this is happening. This is like what you, your whole life, every day that you do something for, for this. The first play I walk in and we're gonna call a safe bootleg.
1: (laughs) Play action, bootleg to the right, throwing on the rod, ball tipped into the air.
2: Ball goes flying in the air and I'm like, no.
1: (laughs) Pass is intercepted. Tony Romo comes in, one pass. One interception.
2: I went out there. I was like a chicken with its head cut off. I mean, just throw a hit.
0: Romo's first meaningful NFL game was a disaster. He finished with three interceptions.
1: Welcome to the NFL, Tony Romo. Terrible showing tonight. Terrible.
0: After three and a half years on the bench, Tony Romo earned the starting job in week eight of 2006. He led Dallas to wins in five of his first six starts. On Thanksgiving, he tied the Cowboys' record for touchdown passes in a game, as fans playfully enshrined him.
1: Five touchdown passes for Hall of Famer Tony Romo. Five
3: touchdown passes. Though.
4: Well, I know, but you know, a couple of them were. Tr- I could have thrown those two. Okay. We've got a ways to go here, so put the anointing oil away, okay? <laughs>
0: Bill Parcells tried squashing Romomania, but it couldn't be stopped.
2: Within an instant, your life changed. It was almost like a Disney sports-themed movie.
1: The guy comes out of nowhere and just takes the whole city and then the country by storm, and it's Romomania, and there's signs in the stadium. It just was something that I don't know that we've ever seen happen here in Dallas.
0: In just 10 starts, Romo was named to the Pro Bowl as he led Dallas to a playoff berth. we the Dallas Cowboys!
3: That's what the Dallas Cowboys team.
0: In his first ever playoff start, the Cowboys trailed by one late in the game. Then, Romo started driving.
1: Romo's going to throw to the end zone. Whit caught it near the one yard line
2: remember on that drive, it's like, you know, you grow up and wanting to be the guy who takes
0: your team down and scores. I mean, it's a playoff drive. I mean, one of the best drives of my career. The only task left for Romo was to hold the ball for a short go-ahead field goal.
1: So it's 19 yards for the lead. The ball will be spotted by Romo at the 9.
2: ball was slippery, blah, blah, blah. They used a new ball, you know. Still gotta put it down. The crazy thing is, I thought I almost made it to the end zone. I feel the guy coming in front of me and I'm trying to get the angle to get across and really just get the first down. But I didn't know the guy was behind me.
0: Entering 2007 with sky-high expectations, Romo delivered. He led Dallas to 13 wins and was named to a second straight Pro Bowl. Romo set new team records for passing yards and touchdowns in a season.
1: Romo made that play on his own.
0: His gunslinging and daring escapes fueled one of the most exciting regular seasons in Cowboys history.
1: I snap over his head. Romo runs it down at the 25 and kicks it. Picks it up and runs left. At the 20, Romo will try and make something happen. Gets away from one man. Left to the 40. Tony Romo doing his thing. First down, Dallas. Unbelievable.
0: Dallas looked destined for the Super Bowl, earning the top seed for the postseason. Romo decided to take Jessica Simpson and a couple teammates on vacation during their off weekend before the game.
2: Tony came to me early in the week in the bye. Hey, let's get some friends of ours. Let's get away. Low key. I mean, we weren't on booze cruises going
0: across Cabo, but it took kind of life its own when people found out, obviously. For a second straight season, the Cowboys' Super Bowl hopes were dashed without a playoff win.
1: An interception with nine seconds left
2: is going to
1: end the Dallas Cowboys' season.
0: That's a tough loss
2: to take just because I feel like that was our best team.
4: They so were the first team under the that current playoff format
2: as a number one seed to lose their first game. Most of the blame fell on the quarterback, especially because of Cabo. It was an honest mistake by us. We certainly shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I don't think it had any bearing on the game. You know what I mean? It's just, the optics of it, you know, was wrong. And I think it's silly when you look back, you are like, why would you do that?
0: Romo was 0 for 2 in the postseason. In the 2009 wildcard round versus the Eagles, he answered his biggest criticism.
2: that playoff game was great because it changed everyone's minds at that time. The playoff drought is over. The Cowboys win 34-14. to 14.
0: But then it just goes right back the next year. 34! Unfortunately, the next season took a vastly different turn. What is this? Blitz is on.
1: Oh. Won last. Oh. The pass is caught. Oh by Austin in front of Thomas. Tony Romo's flat on his back.
3: Did we catch the pass? Yes. 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 First
1: down. Yes. Let's look out. He, he's... Tony Romo was asking his way back in. Uh, hang on. Wait a minute. We're going to get you checked out
0: here. A broken clavicle ended Romo's 2010 season. Wait, no. The following year, he showed just how much pain he could endure against the 49ers. I go in at halftime and they take a
2: x-ray and I got broken ribs, you know. Now we're behind by like 10.
1: John Kidna has taken over at quarterback.
2: All right, Doc, I'm out and he's like, huh? And I just grab my pads and take off, running right out the tunnel. The end of that game, I remember we're in overtime and coach calls the comebacks and I said, no, no, no. I tell Jesse, I'm like, hey, we're gonna run poker here. And in my brain, I'm thinking, I know it's gonna work because the coverage and what I get, and I'm thinking, if we can end this game in one more play, <laughs> I want this game to be over.
1: Ogletree and Holly are the wide receivers. Romo's going to play fake and stand back. He's oh, got Holly all alone at the 50. Holly to the 40. Holly to the 20. Right to the 15. 10. Drag down at the 2. Snap. Good. Kick. Up. Good. Cowboys win.
0: In 2014, Tony Romo led the second most prolific offense in Cowboys history. He became the franchise all-time leading passer as Dallas went 12-4 to win the division.
1: Romo dropped it in like rain, right over Bryant's shoulder for the third time today. Wow.
2: You know, I felt like I had figured out how to Laid the position at what I felt like was my best.
0: The Cowboys looked equipped for a Super Bowl run. First, they'd have to win at home in the wildcard round. That was the most pressure I ever felt going into a game. Just like in the 2006 and 7 playoffs, their Super Bowl hopes hinged on a final drive. Down three, they faced a fourth and six.
1: Oh, they're gonna. They can't go for it. They can't.
0: It felt like a narrative of your career is what it felt like.
2: It's like 07. I get a second chance. And I was a little different player in 14 than I was in 07.
1: Fourth and six. Romo cocks and throws it over the middle. What a brilliant call. It is third and goal at the eight. Four-man rush. They pick it up. Romo looking around. Nowhere to go.
2: I remember being like, oh, they were Ready for this play. They'd seen it on tape. So at that point, there's a calmness that you have to go through. And I just turn and fire that ball about as hard as I could at that moment.
0: Romo throws it in the end zone. touchdown to the post.
2: The Cowboys have their first lead of the game. When he caught that pass, it was pure <laughs> joy. Felt like the culmination of a lot of years right there. Just, you you go down and you win a playoff game on your last drive, and it felt good. Felt really good.
3: It was like he was going home to win in front of his family and his loved ones that sometimes can't always travel to Dallas, so it held such special meaning. For us, it felt like the stars were aligning.
0: Once again, the Cowboys faced a fourth down on the final drive needing a touchdown to take a late lead.
1: 26-21 at the Green Bay 32 with under five minutes in the game. Blitz is coming, he throws a deep ball to the left side.
2: Got the ball! Oh my goodness! We'd worked long and hard on that pass. Put it there, he went up and made one of the great catches that you'll ever see in a playoff game.
0: A
1: sensational catch! They have thrown the challenge flag What are they challenging?
4: I think they're going to call it the war. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain possession of the football. That's a three step!
2: You know, nowadays it's a catch, (laughs) but at that time, they ruled it wasn't. That would have been the best throw of my career, the biggest play of my career. Did you ever change up your grip before? I did about four years ago, five years ago. It helped a lot. I was more this this way. Now, which I'm still not even the exact same You are? Hey, and the kick too. The kick. Gives you that extra half
3: second to
2: stay back. And he
1: don't overside. It came out harder.
2: You worked your whole career to figure this out, because what it made football so much easier. And I found it in like 2013, about midway through the year. I remember the Bronco game. I'd figured out how to actually throw off different platforms to different angles and still hit the same spot as if my footwork was exactly the same. Now granted, I only got to play in like 18 more games or 20 games after that.
0: Unfortunately for Romo, the spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. A collarbone injury ended his 2015 season. In 2016, he suffered a back injury in the preseason. Romo's hurt. The door was open for fourth round pick Dak Prescott. And Prescott ran with the opportunity. The Cowboys were eight and one by the time Romo healed, and the franchise's leading passer could see the writing on the wall. I wrote something,
2: I put it together that I really just wanted to read. You see, football is a meritocracy. You aren't handed anything.
4: Come on, Romo. You should have known pre-snap what to do there.
2: You earn everything, every single day, over and over again. You have to prove it.
1: It's a division championship. It's a total domination.
2: A great example of this is Dak Prescott. He's earned the right to be our quarterback. It's not always easy to watch. I think anybody who's been in this position understands that. What is clear is that I was that kid once. I remember the feeling like it was yesterday
1: scrambling, stops, points, cock, in the end zone. Touchdown!
2: It really is an incredible time in your life, and if I remember one thing from back then, it's the people that helped me along when I was young. I love you, bro. You're the best. That's what you remember—not your stats or your prestige.
4: You kidding me
2: no! But the relationships and the achievement that you created through group. I'm you. I Lastly, I just want to leave you with something I've learned in this process as well. I feel like we all have two battles. One with the man across from you. The second is with the man inside of you. I think once you control the one inside of you, the one across from you really doesn't matter. I think that's what we're all trying to do. Thank you guys, appreciate it.
0: At season's end, the undrafted kid from Burlington retired a Cowboys legend.
3: We have the ring of honor. I don't think of anybody that could be more deserving than someone that's made a huge contribution to this franchise than Tony Romo. So you're saying Tony Romo's going to be in the ring? Yes, I am.
0: Little did Romo know that a chance meeting in 2016 would decide his next career.
3: The first time I really had a chance to talk with Tony was at the NFL party at the Super Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. And I just happened to ask him, tell tell me what you think about the game on Sunday. And he proceeded to break down the defense of the Seattle Seahawks, the offense of the Patriots, how the Seahawks could stop the Patriots. And I walked away from that conversation. I said, that man is gonna be a lead analyst for some network one day. I hope it can be on CBS.
0: Romo attacked broadcasting, like any of his endeavors, with joyful obsession. He has like a sixth sense what's going to happen on a play. It's like
1: a chess table's in front of him. He sees where all the pieces are, and he knows what the next move has to be.
2: It's a 34. It's up for the fade inside to 16. There's the pass to the end zone, and it is 16.
0: Tony Romo, the color analyst, quickly became a sensation
2: it's like if you wanna tell a story, I wanna get you excited about it. I want you to hear the passion in my voice so that you understand how important this is and this is, you gotta hear this part of it. I have more gratitude toward my career and life probably than people realize. I worked hard, right? But there was so much other stuff that came into play for that all to happen and to have this beautiful family, these three boys and a beautiful wife. I mean, I just can't imagine there being a better word than gratitude
0: toward what the Lord's given me and allowed me to do in this life.